Welcome back to the Sudish Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind spoke with the Emperor Jahangir, speaking against favoring any one particular tradition, speaking how the divine exists in everyone, and to be liberated from the bondages of the world, one needs to separate and remove their association and pride attached to their body and various identities. So the last chapter ended with Jahangir giving a thousand rupees as an offering to the Guru. And now chapter 55 begins describing how the Emperor said to Guru Hargobin, O Piriji, O wise one, please make yourself at home here. Understand that all of this is yours. Please recognize my desire to see you often here in the court. So Jahangir said this and then closed his court for the day. Guru Hargobin then left, walking out with his five six that he had brought and they all went back to their encampment. When Guru Hargobin got back to his encampment, all the Sikhs were waiting there. They encircled the Guru with great love and excitement. They all bowed down to the Guru. At that point though, Guru Hargobin then went to rest. He took a nap for around an hour and a half before waking up, mounting his horse along with some Sikhs and headed out to look at the beautiful Yamuna River, which had a really dark color to it. Guru Hargobin on a horseback slowly traveled alongside the river bank, looking at the beautiful waves and flow of the river. They traveled some distance to a remote, beautiful location where they dismounted from their horse. <clears throat> all the Sikhs and Guru Hargobin then bathed in the river and they all sat down. Some of the Sikhs then asked Guru Hargobin, So this was the first time you met with the Emperor. How did the meeting go? Are you happy with how it went? Is he happy? Did that vile slanderer Chandu stay quiet there when you were there? Guru Hargobin heard this and then told them the entire story, saying, Listen, there's no malice in the heart of the emperor. He very respectfully and sweetly spoke to us. He asked about the difference between Hindus and Turks, and he really enjoyed my response. The Sikhs heard this, clasped their hands together, realizing that Guru Hargobin had built up a good relationship with Jahangir now and said, Guru Hargobin, that vile sinner Jandu has committed a great sin. And until now, it has been kept secret. The emperor does not know about this. You should reveal it now and take revenge. He'll reap what he deserves. Guru Hargobin heard this and he replied, pleasing the minds of the six. Listen, until that time that I have enacted revenge, I will not be at peace, nor will I sleep easy. I will not enjoy any food or drinks at all. We will capture Chandu in due time. It won't take very long now. And he'll be given the most gruesome death. He will not be saved. I will make my vow of revenge be fulfilled. That enemy of the Guru's house, he will not escape this. So this is the discussion Guru Hargobin had with his six there along the riverbanks before they all mounted up again, they went back to their encampment. It was late evening now, so they all ate and then went to bed. Guru Hargobind spent some time there at this encampment, and whenever the emperor thought about Guru Hargobind, he would request their darshan or divine sight in the court. But otherwise, Guru Hargobind would spend his time engaged in hunting in the lush forests around Delhi. The emperor also found out that the guru was very fond of hunting. 
and one day accompany the guru into the forest. The hunting party was vast. It had all sorts of hawks, hunting dogs, even cheetahs were placed on carts and taken there as well. This was a practice at the time. All of which freaked out the deer in the forest. The hunting assistants were letting off the hawks, which were swooping down and killing various types of smaller birds. The hunting party was using their guns, some were using arrows, and some even had their swords to hunt wild boar and deer. Others were killing rabbits if they got the chance. Guru Hargobind was very skillfully encircling some deer, some brown spotted deer, and killing them with his bow and arrow. Guru Hargobind was actually leading the, le the hunting party. He was at the front of it. And the emperor was on horseback behind them, watching with delight, thinking that, wow, Guru Hargobind is so skilled in the science of weapons, a yodhbidhya. Jahangir was just watching Guru Hargobind letting these arrows go so quickly, and he was just loving it. He was thinking that, hmm, around this area, I remember hearing that there was a very vicious and large tiger. And at that moment, then he told everybody that they should go, go find this tiger. At that moment, Jahangir then decided to mount up on an elephant and as the search began, it wasn't long after the hunting party was searching that they heard a very loud roar of a tiger. Some of the soldiers of Jahangir saw it and were freaked out and they ran away. No one would even go close to the tiger as they could hear its breathing and roar from quite a distance. All the horses of the soldiers of Jahangir were freaked out as well. They wouldn't move forward. They actually pissed themselves standing there. Even the elephant that Jahangir was mounted on, even that wouldn't go forward hearing the tiger. Jahangir saw, however, that Guru Hargobind, he was mounted on his horse, standing in front of everyone with such great determination. So he spoke out to him. Guru Hargobind, you are the only one worthy to battle against this tiger. And it was hearing that, at that point, Guru Hargobind then dismounted from his horse, taking a sword in his right hand shield in his left heading towards the tiger Jahangir commanded that no one shoot the tiger with their rifles and everyone was just absorbed now watching Guru Hargobind walking towards that tiger with great resolve Guru Hargobind was so pumped as he was walking towards the tiger his face went red when he got close he called out to the tiger saying come out why now have you lost your strength Hearing this loud call out by Guru Hargobind, the tiger then came out of the bushes. Both the tiger and Guru Hargobind were looking each other in the eyes. They were locked. The hair on the back of the tiger's neck stood up. His tail raised up high and was waving. This tiger was huge. It had such large ferocious teeth as well, displaying them as he was roaring at Guru Hargobind. Everyone watching this was in shock. The soldiers of Jahangir, they all thought that Guru Hargobind had had it now. He was finished. He wouldn't survive this tiger, which was so large and vicious. They had never even seen such a tiger before. Everyone was standing so far away, just frozen in fear. As Guru Hargobind walked closer to the tiger, he made himself large, spreading his arms out, displaying his chest and neck, presenting himself for an attack, baiting the tiger with such fearlessness and resolve. The tiger then rushed forwards towards the guru, who quickly drew his shield hand forward with great strength, smacking the tiger square in the face, pushing it back on its hind legs, while then forcefully striking his sword across the underbelly of the tiger laterally, cutting the tiger clean into two parts. 
the top half of the tiger fell hard on the ground. Everyone watching this was amazed. Their fear suddenly dissipated, and they walked towards now the guru, seeing that the tiger was dead. The emperor's elephant was still fearful, and took a lot of effort and beatings to move it forward. Getting close now, Jahangir was in shock, and he said, Blessed, blessed are you, Guru Hargobind. Jahangir dismounted from the elephant, and standing near Guru Hargobind, was looking at the tiger, when a great light came out of the tiger and went into the sky, it became visible. The sky then filled with this red color of that light. The emperor was confused. He asked Guru Hargobind, what is this? What happened? Who was this tiger? Why is there this light in the sky now, this color? I've never seen this before. Guru Hargobind then replied saying, this light you see is the tiger who had passed away. His name was Kasambeg in his previous life. But you should call out and ask for yourself what his life story was. So at that point, Jahangir then called out Kasambeg, saying, tell me who you are, why are you here? That light, that soul of the tiger then responded saying, I was a man in my previous life, but I had to take up this form as a tiger in this life to roam around the forest. I used to live in the time of Emperor Akbar, your father. I was his younger brother, so I'm your uncle. One day we went to go see Guru Amar Das. Akbar wanted to receive their darshan, their divine sight. I went with them, but I was really angry. I was thinking, why would the emperor want to go see and worship this Hindu, this native from the subcontinent? When I was there, I was just backbiting and slandering the Guru the entire time. And in this way, I just burned away any remaining intellect that I had. We all stayed the night there in Govindval, and randomly I started having some stomach pain from some improperly prepared meat that we had eaten earlier. And I passed away that night from this illness. And as I passed away, I was thinking ill of the Guru and about meat as well. So that's why I took this life as a tiger, because at the time of death, I was thinking about meat. But because I was also thinking about the Guru, I also received this amazing blessing that I would be liberated by Guru Hargobind. Like, look how fortunate I am. I have been killed by the Guru of the world. I am now liberated from the cycle of birth and death. And Jahangir, you are also fortunate that you have constant darshan of Guru Hargobind, which the yogis and great ascetics, they strive for, for countless years to achieve, but they often don't obtain it. So the tiger said this and then the light traveled up higher into the sky and then dissipated. The emperor hearing this was bewildered. He understood now though the great praise and glory of Guru Hargobind. How such a powerful warrior and miracle worker he was. So Jahangir then said, Oh Guru Hargobind, you truly are the master of miracles. Seated on the auspicious throne of Guru Nanak, you bestow great happiness in the hearts of your countless servants. You are so greatly brave and strong, taking on a vicious tiger with just a sword and a shield. Your large and powerful body is matched with your large and heavy weapons, which you yield with such agility and skill. There's really no one like you. Jahangir then walked towards the corpse of the tiger, which was in two parts. He clasped his hands together, realizing that it was a, his uncle. And then they had ended their hunting expedition. They all went back to their encampments. The emperor then went back to his fort.
All the soldiers and ministers of Jahangir who were there, they were in awe. Along the way back, they kept talking and praising Guru Hargobind's bravery and skill. And when everyone got back to their camps, everyone then had dinner for the night and then went to sleep. And that's how chapter 55 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear more of Guru Hargobind's interaction with Emperor Jahangir. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Manglacharan Patreon page. Guru Arjun Sahib ke manpa hai, main halo jaave. Sir, sir, ya ka.